Game Fire, the Kickass Reverend Gaming Podcast from Affable Idiots. Dallas is out here shooting up a storm because that's what you do when you live in America. Because we have very few gun restrictions. We are uh, a bunch of dudes going to talk about video games today. We got a lot of stuff. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Chad Michael Innes. Uh, we also have with us here the reproducible Holden Tapardo. <laughs> I I am reproducible. Apparently. <laughs> that is correct. And, and then joining us I'm as... I'm not special at all. I'm just normal, average, you well, me, no problem. Well... There's a bajillion of them out there. <laughs> not saying you're not special, it's just saying that you can be reproduced. Uh, we also have with us here a special okay. guest. You've seen him before on such podcasts like uh, Ring Fit with Raph. And... Um, uh... Disco Dancing Dinosaur Party. It's Dallas <laughs> Dick Smith. Uh, Dallas A. Richard for long. Hello. Richard for long. That's right. That's right. Uh, Dallas, you are one of our very best friends. You're a wonderful person. You have a, an amazing family, which people can see in the photographs behind you. Well, they can see your feet. They're, your family's feet in the photographs behind you on the stream. Well, you told me to put it down. No, but yeah. now they can only see your eyes and your kids. Okay, there we go. There we go. That's oh, nope. okay. All that's right. a good compromise. Okay, all right. For any of you guys just listening, yeah, yeah, that's that'll do. And they have the alphabet. If you need to learn the alphabet, mm -hmm. numbers, colors, color. Oh. The colors would be useful. I'm bad at my colors. Colors <laughs> would be useful if I didn't already know them because I'm a smart guy. Do 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 do. You guys, we're here to talk Here's about video thing, games, though. and we're here to talk about video games. Let's 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 talk video games. Uh, we are here There's every a single a lot of colors. week. They're hard to memorize all the colors. Are you talking over me or is there a delay again? No, I am making an important point. There are in fact a lot of okay. colors, okay? There are no, right. the there colors. are at least 8 colors. There's way more than eight colors. You're crazy. Twitch.tv slash Affability. is where you can find us most Sunday nights at 8.30 Eastern Time. Uh, we're a little late today because we also recorded a Red Dead Redemption backlog accomplishment with Respawn and Friends podcast with these two other gentlemen as well. Uh, we can also be found on YouTube and podcast services Tuesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, eventually will also be found in a grave somewhere or as ashes on the wind because we will eventually die. But until then, let's talk about Assassin's Creed Infinity, uh, Xbox Live Gold possibly going away, etc., etc. More and Moss and, and Live Moss, Taco Bell. Starting with our main quest tonight, Sony's Summer State of Play. There was a state of play that happened this past Thursday, um, as you would portmanteau Thursday and Tog is day in German. Put them together. Thursday. Thursday Tog. Uh, Sony State of Play. Everything announced at the July 2021 PlayStation News event says K Bailey at IGN. This was their E3, y'all. They didn't bill it as that, it but it was basically it was like won, two weeks after. But they E3. won E3. Ooh, bold statement from Dallas Dick Smitty saying they won <laughs> E3. Uh, well, let's talk about kind of what yes. they announced here. So they started out strong with Moss yes. Book 2 coming out for PlayStation VR. They did not say PlayStation 5 nope. VR. They just said PlayStation VR, which I also just realized is going to be uh, uh, a little break in the chain as I don't get to experience 120 hertz 
on my new TV if I have PSVR hooked up still, which sucks. Anyway, Moss, book two was the first thing right off the bat. There was a game called Arcadegeddon that was shown there. Uh, we had Tribes of Midgard that Dallas has been talking about. We'll go we'll talk about like, hey, what did you find interesting about this uh, in a little bit. Hunter's Arena Legends, there was Fist, which was not a pornographic video game. It is actually stands for Forged <laughs> in Shadow Torch. There was Sifu, Jet the Far Shore, Demon Slayer, The Hinokami Chronicles, Lost Judgment, Death Stranding Director's Cut, and Death Loop. Quite a lineup, gentlemen. What stood out to you, Holden? Oh, Death Loop, of course. <gasps> that game looks awesome. I cannot wait to play that. Were Just... you disappointed that none of the Sony first parties were here? Um... No, because they announced ahead of time. I mean, I, the right if they hadn't said anything ahead of time, <laughs> I would have expected there to be something. Um, but because they got it ahead of time and said, hey, it's all third party, I didn't go into it going, well, there's got a war. When are we going to see that? Because otherwise I would have been thinking that. So I didn't really miss it too much. But it does make me think there's got to be something. If if Horizon Zero Dawn's coming out this year, there will be another summer event. They're not going to announce it's coming out in November. They're not going to make that announcement in October. They're going to make that announcement in, like, August the latest. What was so the... We'll um see what happens. I guess it, it didn't... When did we hear about Ratchet & Clank's release date? Was that March? Something like that? Yeah, I think about March. Here, let me look it up. Yeah, you look it up. Well, Dallas... we did hear about that kind of surprisingly late. Yeah, it Dallas, was tell me everything late. about what you think made this win E3. Um, honestly, for me, personally, every game they showed... It got me excited. Um, to to pop off with Moss, I wasn't expecting that. <clears throat> I, I was telling Holden today that like it caught me totally off guard, but I loved the first Moss game. It was like the best PSVR experience I've ever had, and I want more of a game like that in that system. It, it, it reminded me like I just want Zelda in 3D, like like yeah. a 2D Zelda in 3D. It'd be fucking awesome. And that game kind of made me get those vibes, like dungeon-y kind of stuff. Um, and then every other game looked cool. Uh, I've been hyped on Tribes of Midgard since I first saw it, I think, at E3, maybe, they were showing it last year. Um, that Sifu game looks fucking incredible. Like, real hype for that. Why do I feel um, like Tribes of Midgard is something that you've been talking about? I'm getting it confused with something else because I saw it here and I was like, <clears throat> man, that actually looks cool as fuck. And it's an action RPG. And it, I thought it was a lot more of like a survival game. So I guess there is a survival aspect to the game where you do like a base building kind of thing. And those big giants come and like try and tear down your your, your base. Um, but it, it it's kind of got some... Um, Diablo vibes to it, like, you know, dungeon yeah. crawling, like top down isometric kind of thing. So, and we kind of put, we got into a little bit of that uh, Diablo 2, uh, no, Diablo 3 for a couple of nights, and we, I thought we were having a blast. Um, so, this looked cool. Um, I haven't finished Death Stranding, so I'm excited to be able to jump back into Ooh, that. When, let's hang when out on Death Stranding for a little bit. Let's hang out on Death Stranding. Okay, so okay. there there's a bunch of new things coming to it, like being able to jump over ramps and shit like that. You can you can literally like run up a ramp and jump across a cliff. Um, yep. you have a little buddy they that can run and carry shit. They've got they've got a cargo catapult <laughs> as well. Yeah. It, it, I think it, those are some quality of life things for that game. Yeah. Sure. Why why do I want to go back and play this game? 
because it's, it's cool, a great man. question because you did not like it <laughs> I, yeah i feel like i didn't like it but i i mean i see all of this and i see this game and it's just like it's so alluring to me and there's like the mystery you, of it is like god i, I gotta know and upgraded you, combat is a big thumbs up in my opinion because the combat i yeah. think was like the worst aspect of that game and Wait. like just walking around was the best part which is weird for a cool game for a game to be cool like oh the walking is awesome yeah um so hopefully I've hung up on yeah. this. Chad just said he wants to play this. How can you finish Red Dead and be like, oh, God, Red Dead was so boring and slow. It'd be like, Death Stranding. Oh, my God. I'm so into that walking. <laughs> because the things so that the happen on the walk are more interesting. And there's less horse <laughs> buddies. And, and get this. All. Get this. Not yes, they all. are more interesting because I'm not staring at a cowboy, a smelly, smelly, stinky cowboy, and his poopy, scrawny grag horse. I'm staring at this, like, Norman Reedus holding a weird multidimensional alien baby while he's going in these invisible fucking oil monsters that are going to come eat you and turn into giant whale sharks that fucking make Matt Nicholson <laughs> horny for Troy Baker. And it's like, what the fuck is going... That's the kind of interesting shit. When I see cowboys out there, it's like, oh, I'm going to scrub the rust off my gun. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I get it. It makes sense to me, Chad. I am the same way you come from. Uh, uh, considering you already like Death Stranding. I, <laughs> <nope>. <laughs> here's what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to pay the $10. So here's another small little headline associated with it. The PS5 upgrade will cost $10, bucks, but will also come with all the rest of the shit for it. I think so, I'm going to pay the $10. I have a question about I this. I think I'm going to put it on easy mode because I feel like what was frustrating for me was the BT interactions and like – trying to be sneaky through there and like it not working as well as I wanted it to. So I think I'm just going to put it on easy mode and go through this game and have a blast with it. I want to have a clarification on something. Do you pay for the director's cut full game and then it's a $10 upgrade from that? Or if you have any version of Death Stranding on PS4, pay $10 to get the director's cut and the PS5 version. It's a great question. Is that how that works? Because that doesn't seem, I am... seems weird to me. Mm, I feel like I remember seeing a headline where ps no, I'm, now i'm gonna be lying it's probably about something else that i saw this but i thought it was death stranding ps4 gets the upgrade to the ps5 stuff for free but the director's cut content is i don't know i'm i'm just speaking out my ass right now I'm something this week said hey the ps5 upgrade is free i don't remember what it was but it, there was like a 13 percent chance in my brain that it was death stranding i'm looking up a playstation blog i'm gonna see if they have a, a line about it do it do it that looked dope um, some other things that look cool. Here's the to upgrade me. path defined, says right here. If you already own the PS4 version of Death Stranding, you can get the PS5 Death Stranding Director's Cut Digital Deluxe Edition upgrade for ten dollars. Okay, so everything. Okay. Yep. Okay. Cool. All right. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, Moss. Just just like for you, Moss for me was a big old boner. It was one of my favorite VR games. Um. Fist. I can't remember whether it was Fist or whether it was Sifu. Which one was the one that was just like a bunch of fucking fighting and then the guy getting older and older and then it was more Sifu. That's Sifu. Sifu. I was like, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. That That's a cool little mechanic there. Yeah, I've yeah. been following their uh, Twitter page since I first saw the game and they update like gameplay clips all the time and that combat just looks so much fun, dude. Like, yeah. It reminds me of like what I remember uh, Shimu, Shenmue was like, but probably way, way better. I never played Shenmue. Oh, hey, God. can both well, of you, you don't tell like me... driving uh, fork trucks around? <laughs> can both of you tell me um, how is Jet the Far Shore not just ugly No Man's Sky? Right. 
What makes it different? Because I think it's a more, I think it's a more linear experience. These are the same guys who made um, Sword and Sorcery, favorite um, iOS mobile. game of all time, and it's also yeah, like ten years team. old. I feel like this is a more linear story, is is my guess. Whereas No Man's Sky is just like wide open, do whatever kind of thing. I feel like there's an actual story to Jet the Far Shore. Is there no combat, or were they saying we encourage, like, you are encouraged not to get into combat? Because I, I, I read it question. as both. Because I, the very first time, they're like, and then, yeah. you know, we get on here, and you're, there's so much that goes into you not actually fighting these. Uh, like, they were showing you, like, shying away from big monsters or things like that. And then they're like, and then sometimes you'll have to get out of a sticky situation. And then they played the, and they played that music <laughs> while these guys chatting. Um, and so you I couldn't tell whether there actually was no combat or whether they just discouraged it through gameplay. I don't know. I want to say discouraged. I look back at it, but you bring up a good question. I don't know for sure. Um, yeah, in, in the in the blog, yeah, they talk about creating a peaceful home for the people against heavy odds. So I'm guessing it's a very peace-driven game. So maybe they don't want you to shoot things because shooting things does not bring peace to people. And they also said there's no mining, unless you just kill everybody. No mining for materials and shit. Something like that. Anyway, yeah, it just looked like an uglier No Man's Sky to me. But still, like, if you're into that type of experience, like, you will like it, assumedly. But then they spent a significant amount of time on Deathloop, which is that Bethesda game that is still coming to PlayStation 5 exclusively, uh, at least for the next year after it comes out. Yep, until September 2022. Um, Tell me about why this made you guys so horny. Holden, I think you were you were just like all over Deathloop, right? Tell me about it. I was, yeah. So first of all, I pre-ordered it before this demo even came out. So Ooh. I'm I've already been sold on it. Okay. Um, but what I still listening. a few things I learned about this that I really liked was th- it's just one giant map. It's one huge map you're exploring on this like on this island, and you have Is eight targets to, to yeah. They're all, all one targets on map. one map. Yeah. Do you spawn in the same location for every target? Yeah. No, you don't. So you spawn at the same location regardless, and then you go figure out which target you want to go after. Because the whole idea, so like, think Majora's Mask, where there's a specific time frame to the game, and the NPC characters are all doing something specific at a specific time. Mm -hmm. You're going to learn that about this one-day cycle in Deathloop. So when you die, you start back at the beginning of that day, and then you have to figure out kind of where everyone's going to be at the certain times and what's the most opportune way to go through and and kill all these eight targets so you might kill four of them and then you die and then you go back to the beginning and you're like okay it didn't work when i killed those four let me go for the guy i was going to go um for the sixth kill first and then i'll work my way back down and then i'll get seven and eight you know towards the end like you kind of like plan your route and figure out how you're going to get around it and you're getting new abilities to empowering up your abilities and getting more powerful um, and then learning the map at the same time is to get better there, over time with the game. Is there a Mega Man type mechanic where you kill a person, you learn a, a technique or an ability from them that is then useful against another boss and you gotta like figure, oh, maybe if I had killed six first, that would have made two really easy. Um, I don't know about that, but if it's anything like Dishonored, you'll be getting abilities throughout the game. So you might get an ability on one run and they go oh this is gonna be really useful later on no. but i don't know i don't know if you'll get it from beating a boss or not i don't know how that works okay Dallas so i've kind of heard 
Yes. The, the I'm a little worried that <clears throat> I was explaining to Holden earlier that I have this thing about video games that offer cool opportunities to do things that are like cool. And if I don't do them the coolest way possible, I like have to keep doing it until I do it like until I satisfy that like coolness. Yeah. And I think this game is gonna fuck me over with that kind of stuff. Like I'm gonna spend hours just trying to get everything perfectly cool. <laughs> but that's what's so, that's what's about Hitman though. Yeah, that's what my issues with Hitman is. I try and make the cool like I want to do the coolest things. So like if I screw up a little bit, I just start it all over again. And even if I have to backtrack like five hours, I will do it again. Um, so I'll probably put hundreds of hours into this game if that's the case. Uh, I'm sold on it. It looks it looks like a lot of fun. So. Yeah, I think this finally confirmed it for me that I'm. It's it's just not my type of game. It looks too much like a too many. <sighs> I, I don't know, not quite puzzly elements, but like almost logic puzzle type stuff where like, oh, if you do this at this, like so-and-so walks from A to B at 1300 hours, but so-and-so walks from C to D. And then if you have <laughs> item number R and you also are part <laughs> inchworm, then in the middle, you can get them both in one go. It's like, it's no, I'm, it's too much for me. I, I like the freedom of choice. I highly kind of doubt the game is like an algebra problem. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's those kind of things. Like everyone's on their track. And then if, if you you die seven times and you learn that, oh, so-and-so's track intersects <clears throat> with so-and-so's track. And then I can get both of them with this barrel up. Like that, that kind of thing. Like taking all of that time to figure yeah. that out is not really my cup of tea i do like this world and and the things that you can do to it kind of remind me a lot of bioshock obviously like carrying a gun in one hand and having a power in the other obviously makes a, a callback to that but with bioshock it was like hey here are like seven different ways that you can take out these x number of enemies rather than figure out the coolest way to do it or the right way based on their schedules like that kind of thing so i, I this i think for me is just like it's not the kind of game that that gets me and also PS5 exclusive, it's right? It's exclusive. Yeah. And why do these character models look like they're PS4? I, I was just not impressed visually by the game. I think Is that's that just the art direction. Is this an art style? Yeah, I think it's just the art style. Yeah, because the lighting and all that looks gorgeous. The lighting was wonderful, yeah. And apparently the haptics are seemed... amazing on it, too. Right. And I'm guessing it runs perfectly, you know, at a mm -hmm. good uh, frame rate and everything, but... I was just art style. Yeah. There were also a couple of times where like you could see things that were supposed to be round, but they still had like the very rigid octagonal edges and stuff like that. And like I it, it took me out of it a little bit. I was like, nah, it doesn't look like a PS5, especially after we see Ratchet and Clank and Returnal and all these games that look fucking stellar. And then to see something like that, I was like, oh, that takes me back a little bit in a bad way. But it, it looks like it's going to be a great game. I do regret picking it as a... I picked it as like the, you're not going to win pick in our fantasy league. And I'm like, fuck Oh, we've got a counterpick for it? Yeah, counterpick. That's what's Ooh. called. That's going to fuck I'm going to look that up. Ooh. Yeah, you're going to lose like... I think but I'm already winning by a one. ton. So it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Good for you. No, you're not. Mm -hmm. No, you're not. You're, you're beating by three points. You're what did you by pick three up? Points and I, um, well, it's because Ratchet and Clank. So you're beating by three points, but I also have... You have two more games that have been reviewed over me. If so you actually die in real life, do you, does your score go away? <laughs> <laughs> Is that how death and, and digital assets work? 
<laughs> not gonna lie, I feel really confident about my last half of the year. I'm feeling really good. Oh my god, I haven't I haven't even picked feeling up good. anything in the last three months. Ever since you guys made the oh. rule that I can't secretly do things without telling you guys, you haven't picked on it. up anything in three months. I haven't picked up anything since we started. Yeah, I mean, last place don't care about it. I care about winning. I care about it. I care about the draft, not the micromanaging is, of everything. It's part of that's part of the game. Part of the game. We did a draft. It's not the fundamentals, we did a Holden. Draft. Um, I still have a hundred dollars to spend. So fuck you guys. Looking at my <laughs> Hopefully, Sony announces all. some new exclusive games that you can outbid us on. Yep. Yeah. Although I Wait, think I, I think I actually so knocked I, out other games. I don't. I don't did think those, I can get any. Did those bids go through? Are they like confirmed already, or can I still bid on them? Every Saturday. On what? Oh yeah, yeah. Bids so they locked in Saturday. after that one Saturday. They're yeah. locked in. You couldn't outbid us at this point. Son of a bitch. Yeah. I so back when Metroid Dread came out, I was like adamant. I'm like, Chad, you're not getting Metroid Dread. I will get Metroid Dread. <laughs> and I bid literally one dollar more than the entirety of what you had. I think it was Brent. <laughs> I did, I haven't bid in months. No, I no no no. So I was I you Just can't see case. the bids. Oh gotcha. until after they go gotcha. through. Okay, so you I was saw thinking, how much like, money I had I, and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, I think Chad's going to go for Metroid Dread. I can see him doing that. And I'm like, nope, I'm gonna, he has $46. I'm betting 47 <laughs> And then you didn't bet it all. And uh, Brent only bet like 10 bucks on it. So I wasted 37 or $36. Good. So I have one, one game released already, and I'm in second place. What? I've only, yeah. There's only one game that has, that's been rated. Let's Chad go through the official standings. Let's go through the official standings. Do, don't Fantasy do advanced for oh okay that is dot games oh, god just keep me logged in forever please i got it up yeah but i want to read so it. all right fine okay here we are okay points actual is what we'll be going by in first right. place we have me with 36.37 points points that's it. That's all that matters, y'all. I'm in first place. So, so I, t um, I turned off. To say about... I turned on advanced pr predictions and the points actual. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the points projected. I'm in second place. <laughs> points projected. You're in third. Place, yeah, the sir. points projected. The points projected is just like what the, what's the average review score a game gets, and then if you have like five games, it's five times the average number of points. Um, a game gets so that's how it does the project the uh, normal projected but then if it does the advanced projection it's like some sort of algorithm to predict what it will get on metacritic based on past successes and i don't know i don't know how that's going to play out yeah i've only had one score so far and that's little nightmares too this is a good one little but then nightmares. i have god of war and legend of zelda will not release so i'm oh, sorry better Hold zero than, than negative points though that's true yeah, I do have Elden Ring. I have another one too, I think, don't I? Let me check. No, that was the only one that won't release for you. Possibly Breath of the Wild mm -hmm. 2. Yeah. Oh, Breath of the Wild 2. If that's on your list, it's not going to release. Even though it's not mine. No, yeah, that's, that's not mine. That's not mine. Oh, oh that's, on, sorry, that's on Dallas. It's okay. Yeah, I guess I could technically drop yeah, Dallas, Elden Ring. Dallas, you only have four games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and two of them aren't releasing. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, back to the Sony State of Play. Um, generally really, really great. Awesome. Good. Anything left you guys have to say about the Sony State of Play? 
I mean, for what it was and how they set it up, I thought that was a really good event. I, I gave it a B. Yeah, I agree. Excellent event. Let's move on to playtime. We're okay. talking about what we played this week, and uh, we're going to start with Dallas, just because I see nothing on there, and I'm just, like, wicked curious. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't update. Um, okay. So I played Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, okay. Um, Why, wait, did you play that because of backlog accomplishment with the Respawn and Friends, the segment we just recorded that people can go on YouTube and watch and go to podcast? I absolutely did. Oh, my God. What a coincidence. It also, I also played it because it's my favorite game of all time, and it's amazing. It's your favorite game of all time? I didn't know that about you. I'm just kidding. I did. I episode. on the podcast. You should listen. Yeah. To it. <laughs> um, played some Destiny 2 with you and Matt, which is always a pleasure. This season is um, much more interesting than last season, so I think I'm hooked again. Uh, I like the aesthetic of the Elixney and um, what's the other ones? The Vex. The Splicer. Oh, the, spl- the, the whole Splicer yeah. thing? Yeah. Um, Peter Dinklage. Have you? <laughs> so we're we're obviously behind on the season. Have you mm-hmm. played? Did you do the expunge no. mission? No. You didn't do that yet. I okay. haven't done the last thing. I, I haven't played since the last time we played. Gotcha. So um, I saw the text that you left us the other day saying how awesome that was. Yeah, there's a good um, lore drop with with um with uh, Saint, Saint 14, fourteen or forty four. So definitely excited to jump back in now that. The pod has recorded for Red Dead. Um, I don't think I'll be playing that as much, I guess. Um, and uh, we need to do a raid soon. Yeah, it's, well, it's part of our next part of the gear that we got to unlock is by doing any raids. So we got to. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, to unlock the glow. It's going to be good. Nice. Um, I'll hold the camera. <laughs> I also played this game recently called. Um, Yes, Your Grace. I was telling Chad about it. It's kind of like a choose-your-own uh, adventure, like um, dialogue game where it's just—it's all just dialogue. Um, pretty cool so far. The story is pretty uh, intriguing. You—you you are this king who has three daughters. You uh, are being attacked. You have to uh, agree to marry off your oldest daughter to a um ally and then he ends up dying at the wedding and the son who your daughter married is uh crazy and uh it gets pretty crazy man having kids i feel terrible for this man um he has a lot of tough decisions to make and it's actually pretty awesome i would highly suggest it's on game pass uh so and there's a demo i think i played the demo on switch um it's only like the first section of the game where you make the decisions on allying with the other king who dies uh so i didn't get to see what happens after all that and it's definitely worth I'm, even though i just spoiled a little bit of it for you <laughs> it gets even crazier so dope and so cool. it's all Very just cool. text adventure uh well it's um that's the mechanic that's like the gameplay mechanic is selecting text but there's uh animations and uh character sprite models and stuff uh there's like a map where you select in the castle area where to go and you interact with other characters um but there's no actual physical gameplay besides like walking off and on the screen gotcha so it's cool you just added a ton of shit in here last second (laughs) um i did you played more plague tale innocence and more super mario golf super rush for some reason (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'll go to the list here. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2, played that, obvious reasons. Listen to the Barf episode. It's good times. Um, played some Mario Golf Super Rush. Um, yeah, I like it. It's fun. Fuck you guys. I like it. Um, it's, <laughs> it's relaxing. It's soothing. I like it. It's not great. It's not going to be like my game of the year containers or anything, but I enjoy it. Um, and then there was uh, PS5 updates for Playtale Innocence and Doom Eternal. And I wanted to see what the PS5 updates were like. Um, Plague Tale Innocence, when I heard about it, I was upset because I'm like, I just played that a few months ago. I would have rather played the PlayStation 5 version. And after having replayed the first mission, I don't feel like I needed to play the PlayStation 5 version. I don't feel like I missed out. It's it's They're fine updates, but nothing that's like, whoa, amazing. I saw someone tweet that the haptics in the Plague Tale Innocence update were incredible. Did you like particularly I, experience like walking over all the dead bodies? Did you get to feel that or... I didn't. Uh, so, yeah, if there was anything like story based that happens in those moments, um, I don't know about that. If there's anything with the rats, I don't know about that. I think they could do some cool stuff with the rats, but I didn't notice too much in terms of sneaking around and um, um, your your manor area and kind of getting away from the invading soldiers. Uh, I didn't really feel too much. That was like incredible to me. Um, I, I feel like in some games do this. And I'm, not, I'm not a fan of this. They'll only do the walking haptic feedback when you're running but when you're normally walking you don't do anything i don't like that do it all the time just do it all the time feels great very immersive (laughs) do it all the time um and then like there's things like the the little sling you have and throwing stuff where it felt fine it ran well it was 60 frames per second ran ran well it was good i mean if it's in ps plus if you've ever played the game before play it regardless of any ps5 stuff just play it it's really good um, and then I did Doom Eternal because I was waiting for the PS5 version to come back, play a little bit more of that. And just, God damn, that game is really fucking good on PS5. The haptics are really awesome. Um, that's an example of a really good PS5 upgrade that adds a lot to it. And just at 4K60, looks gorgeous, feels great to play. The guns are fun because of the haptics, even though they're already fun before. And it's actually a good game to play after Ratchet and Clank, oddly enough because both have a similar um, gameplay style of every weapon does something specific in the games. You're having to switch between these different weapons all the time, all the times to switch to, to, to defeat different enemies and different demons that are coming in. It's actually kind of similar to Ratchet and Clank in that way. It's where it's, it's kind of a good transition to get away from Ratchet and Clank. Cause I got really deep into that. Um, but yeah, that's what I've, that's what I've uh, been playing this week. When I used to uh, teach children's theater, the 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 troop of people like other counselors and stuff like that 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 i was working with would often have to be so pc and like kid friendly around like 80 kids at a time that then they overcompensated and just like at night they really get fucking shit faced and say all the dirtiest words and things they could think of and i feel like that's that's the overcorrection you just made with ratchet like i just played a game about turning enemies into dancing and and big fluffy cows and stuff and then you're just like let me go fucking rip an alien in half with a chainsaw <laughs> <laughs> doomslayer takes off the mask it's actually ratchet he's like god damn they gotta get out of that series you're so childish <laughs> this is what i wanted to do the whole time <laughs> well i just played more destiny 2 uh, still getting settled here in my apartment, building my entertainment center uh, all weekend as well. So, I'm just dipping my dick back into that destiny. That's it. We're gonna move on to our quest log, which is very short. This is gonna be very short. This might 
if our regular episode ends up being shorter than our barf episode, then that'll be a first, but it might happen. I could do two more hours of barf with you guys right now if you want. I feel like you would have to eat more hours. You could barf more for two hours. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Let's jump into our (laughs) Microsoft Sobies. Two Sobies? Sobie Life Water? No, Soggies. You don't know what a Soggie is? Say that again. What is that? Soggie. A Rhode Island thing. He's not going to get it. (laughs) What is is that? What is that that you have? It's like a. It's a hot dog. I feel like you guys Basically just have so many different types of hot dogs in Rhode Island. We do. That's all we you do. eat is, is just Glizzy Central up there. Glizzies. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I love Rhode Island. Uh, Microsoft. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I, I do. I've had only great experiences in Rhode Island. True story. Okay. Move um, here. Prove it. Show me the contents of your tummy. Um, Microsoft's report claims Microsoft still has interest in removing Xbox Live Gold in favor of Game Pass, as Dennis Patrick at GameRanks. Um, this information comes from Jeff Grubb, who seems to know everything about the gaming industry and is always telling everyone else. Uh, he's not sure when it will happen, but he knows that Microsoft is looking to remove Gold in order to focus more on, obviously, their <coughs> big ticket item, Game Pass. They're just waiting for that to hit a bigger subscriber count, apparently. This is, uh, obviously, Game Pass is what they're pushing. It's something that they're looking to expand past the console space, which they just released the iOS version, uh, available on PC and your browser now as well. Um, And it also comes, what, six months or so after they were going to double the price of Xbox Live Gold and then immediately (laughs) walked it back and said, oh, just kidding, we know that was the wrong move. Um, so I would say, yeah, Jeff Grubb, this sounds like it's something that's going to happen soon. Gold is going to go away. Game Pass Ultimate will now be the standard. Uh, what do you guys think? I think you called it years ago. Yeah, it's, it's been a prediction, a prediction of mine made for years a long time, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think your prediction is something along the lines of, like, Game Pass will replace games with gold or something like that. But the idea is kind of, like, these services are going to be combined into one service at some point. And I think that makes sense. It's... I think it's a tougher sell when Game Pass is a separate purchase. And I don't think Game Pass Ultimate has done enough to convince people to do both at the same time that way. I feel like they'll get more money overall if they just combine them and get rid of Game Pass. Game Pass Ultimate will be the PC, xCloud, and console stuff all in one. And then Game Pass will just also, like the $10 version will just come with Xbox um, Gold or what we think of as Xbox Gold. And you can still play online. You just don't get the PC access. You don't get to play xCloud or something. Like, there'll still be a distinction, maybe. But they need to just wrap these together, I think. It's time. It's so weird to me to think about the fact that like, there is still a Game Pass. Not a Game Pass Ultimate, but, like, Game Pass itself still exists without the, the cloud versions, without the PC, without being yeah. able to play multiplayer with people. I was like, oh, yeah. I always forget that thing for five bucks cheaper it, a month. I was paying for it for, like, six months, and I hadn't used it until they just release the x cloud on iso so it's like yeah i forgot all about that mm-hmm. yeah i i do the thing where i only ever pay one dollar for xbox game pass and i i i enroll for like three months and then i make sure to turn off auto renewal and then i just never use it and then like three or four months will go by and then eventually just like freaking the stars align whenever i want to use it again I go to sign up again. It's like, boom, you can try it for th- free for $1 for three months. And I was like, fuck yeah. 
bug yet. That, see, I thought that was always just for new users. How do you keep getting that offer? It's the stars, man. Astrology. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah. Lucky you. Uh, next up, third-party quest log. One story as well here. Ubisoft <clears throat> is working on Assassin's Creed Infinity, an evolving world game, says Rachel Kayser at GameRanks. Um, in true Assassin's Creed fashion, uh, it leaked, and then immediately got confirmed by Ubisoft. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft apparently wants to move Assassin's Creed away from the single-player experience that it has been so far into more of a game-as-a-service, which is the new hot-ticket thing in this generation of gaming. Um, and instead of sticking to, like each generation has been so far, a singular point in history... Assassin's Creed Infinity, quote, will contain multiple settings with room to expand to others in the months and years following its debut. Originally, this was a leak from Bloomberg, but Ubisoft has since confirmed the project's existence uh, and saying that they are, they are still actively de developing content, not only for this, but also for Valhalla. So they're still going to continue to support Valhalla as a standalone thing as well for the time being. Uh, Dallas, you are a big Assassin's Creed fan, almost as big as yep. uh, Brent. So does this... <laughs> does this tickle your pickle or does this stink in your pink? <laughs> uh, personally, I'm not a purist like Brent. I would consider Brent to be. Um, so I'm not as upset over this. Mm -hmm. I love Destiny. If this could be as interesting, as engaging as Destiny could be, then I, I don't see this being a bad thing at all. Um, I, I kind of... Not that I saw this coming, but it makes sense that they're going this route because the last, at least the last three Assassin's Creeds have had ex, like expansions, DLCs that you know there's like at least three story expansion DLCs for each of those games. So I could, you know, it makes sense. Like people keep buying these um, DLCs, so it's almost kind of like a season, anyways. You know, they have, especially with Valhalla, they kind of even said, oh, the they've almost considered them seasons um you know because they keep putting them out every three months or so you know to match seasons you know like oh the summer content the spring content um they're having these festivals in valhalla that um align with different um seasons and stuff so it to me it makes sense why they go in this route if it's successful why change it um it's probably a better a bill, uh, opportunity to make money for them to do it this way, especially if the purists don't come with their pitchforks and, and burn down fucking Ubisoft. But um, I'm a, I'm I'm not gonna knock it until I try it and it sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm all for it. More the, I I like AC. The more AC I get, the happier I'll be. I feel like I it's a really series easy. Also... Sorry, go for it, Holden. I think the series also lends itself to this kind of format where like maybe the interface is that you go into the animus and then you get to choose well, what ancestor do I want to go um, from my past. I want to go see. And, and that's kind of you switch between these different time periods and different stories. And I'm like this, this series I think lends itself really well to a game of service. Actually, there's so many possibilities. They can now return to areas that they've made before and, and I think that would work too. I I can see this working out. And there's a lot of these games of service that still have decent stories. So if, if story is what you're caring about, I don't want really to see how this is going to take away from that in a huge way. 
Yeah, I think it's, it, the Animus makes us all a really easy way to transition between things. And if you bring up the concept of, like, seasons, it just like Destiny is like, oh, season, this one's season of the Splicer, and it's all going to be around, like, the Vex mind. But this one's like, oh, this one's all taking place in Rome for the next four weeks. And all you're going to do, all this cool Rome stuff, you're going to get this great, cool Italian armor, and as you kind of make assassinations and stuff like that. And then join us in March for... A whole six-week arc in, I don't know, fucking Greece. I don't know. Whatever it might be. It's like, that's, it's a really easy thing to do with the Animus. They'd have to... I, I haven't been deep in the lore of Assassin's Creed in maybe a decade, but they would have to figure out how to, lore-wise, if they care to, how to f- make you jump around from area to area being the same person. Because don't you have to be, like, related to the person in order to... Yeah. To go back into their body and time periods. Like, yeah. So, like, you mm-hmm. obviously can't be related to people from all of these places. Um, and then still have, like, a customizable character. Because I think the key to this, having it as a game of service that you continually come back to and earn things for, the key to it is having, like, you are your character rather than you are an assassin in one spot. Um, I agree. I think it could be cool and engaging in, in a universe that a lot of people love. I think it's the right move and people i see people complaining like oh my god there's single player assassin's creed is gonna be dead now and that's what i like and this is this doesn't mean that to me i see this as like oh yeah you could have single player content everywhere all over this place while also having opportunity like destiny there's like 17 different games within destiny yeah. you can do the same thing in assassin's creed you can have single player stuff you could have a story and then you can also have like a place where you guys go to fucking stab each other in the eyes whatever it might be they can also handle the same way Rockstar does, where it's like you're in the same world regardless if you're in online or in story, but you choose story and online separately, and story has its own single-player focus to it, but then they just reuse that world for the online mode, and it, that, that as a system works great. So they can even do that. Dope. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more about that in the future Ubisoft forward that is either mediocre or slightly better than that. We're yeah, it's also last super far away, too. Yeah, it's very far. Because they still have lots of Valhalla content. And uh, yeah, usually these things leak, like, I don't know, a good 12 to 16 months ahead of their release date. So we're probably mm-hmm. that far out. All right, fetch quests. We've got five of them to get through, and then we get to uh, a yummy little game. First one, these are little stories that headlines that are maybe not super meaty, but we feel like they're worth mentioning anyway. Resident Evil Village has shifted 4.5 million copies worldwide, says Alex Calvin at PC Games Insider. Dope. Awesome game. We recorded a spoiler chat about Resident Evil Village while we were all in the same room, and it was electric, and it was wonderful. Yep. We were all stiff the whole time. Next one, Bloober Team downplays Silent Hill speculation, says Alex Calvin at PC Games Insider. I did not click on this one, Holden. What what does this mean? What are we talking about here? So basically, they're they're saying there's the whole rumor of one of their projects they're working on is Silent Hills. That's why there's the Konami partnership. And they basically mm-hmm. just said, like, hey, some of these projects, like, we're in production on one of them. We're in pre-production for another one. But there are our own stories. He's kind of, like, downplaying it. He didn't outright say it's not Silent Hills. We were just kind of like, look, we have a project we're working on. We're working on them. They're our own ideas. That's where we're at right now. So they kind of downplayed it. But it wasn't necessarily an outright denial. But... I also don't think that they, considering those talks to Konami just began, they wouldn't really be. There are rumors that the game is already being worked on, regardless of the Kojima stuff. Like these rumors have been out for like a long time. 
and they even come from like dust golem who predicted everything accurately about resident evil village like down to a t and he's like guys there's a silent hill game is being made right now it's like it's happening it doesn't seem like it's booper booper team though gotcha uh next up just announced this week witcher 3 complete edition is a next gen update with gear from the netflix series as ryan gilliam at polygon uh, so yeah next gen upgrades are coming it's gonna have netflix gear in it it's gonna be witcher 3 and also you pointed this out holden apparently if you own the base game on current gen systems and you get upgraded with all the dlc to the complete edition this is what i was thinking of not death stranding this is the one where you get the next gen version for free with all those upgrades yeah got it and they needed the good publicity so good <laughs> they, they did this they did because here's the next one cyberpunk 2077 uh, was the most downloaded game on PS4 in June, says Zach Sveitsen at Kotaku. It is. Uh, it was finally back on PSN after being away since launch for all of those months. And surprisingly, it came back June 21st. So in the last, like, basically week of that month, it topped the downloads on that, uh, on that service. A lot of PS owners were this apparently really wanting to get this game for a long time, but couldn't. Th this is... Probably the best new CD Projekt Red could have hoped for. Yeah. Is that there is still interest in their game. This this gives... I had kind of been a... I loved Cyberpunk uh, 2077. I absolutely loved that game. But I also agree with all the criticisms of its launch and how rocky and awful and terrible and just ruining the trust in the fan. I get all of it. I agree with all of it. Um, but I was like really bummed because I'm like, oh man, it's a shame because this is actually a really good game and I think it's going to get lost. And I'm like, I don't think so. I think people are going to wait and I think people are genuinely going to try to give this game a chance in the long run which is just i don't think they could have asked for a better scenario post everything that had happened that's what i'm doing i'm waiting give me that ps5 yep. update and i'll play the shit out of that game how far did you get in your first run or do you not need to do a first run no i did a first run i got i got to uh i got pretty far uh i probably put like 40 hours in Four oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So, but don't, you know the way I play games. Yeah. 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 I, you push your nose. I beat it in 45 hours. You're on like the third mission. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, so Bloodborne pictures. PS5 rumors continue as new claims of a quote Hunter's Edition emerge. Says Kyle Knight at Dual Shockers. I think this is the one thing that everyone in the world can agree will be a great thing. I don't think I've ever heard. Us. It, it, but you're not saying it's a bad thing. No, you know, because I'm sure there's people out there that would love it. That's right. There you go. There you go. Way to be See, a good internet man. Other people's happiness brings me happiness. Last week, we talked about this whole Bloodborne thing is like, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. In that week, though, I've kind of returned to that and thought, there's so many director's cuts of these PS4 yeah, games everything. coming out. I can, I can absolutely see them doing a Bloodborne director's cut. The demand is there. People will absolutely buy it. You know what's I interesting, though? Bloodborne. It's it's just so weird that Bloodborne is on the PlayStation Plus collection. And of all of those games, I think it's the only one that doesn't have a PS4 Pro patch or a PS5 version. And so, like, mm -hmm. the fact that it's there makes me think that that's all the love they're going to give it. Like, hey, it's free. Whereas oh, everything else, no. like Death Stranding's mm. not on there, and it's getting this upgraded thing. All of these other games, The Witcher's not on there. Chad, Chad, yeah. stop talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, but like that, it's such a weird thing because every other game on that collection has some kind of upgrade or, or some kind of PS5 or PS4 Pro 
extra bell and yeah. whistle. No, I, I hear you. I was being facetious earlier, but I, I, I hear you. Like, like, that game has gotten zero attention since it came out, it feels like, from, like, Sony and from software. It's kind of, like, cool. Right. It came. It got hundreds, old Hunter's DLC. Moving on. It's Dark Souls 3. It's Sekiro. It's Elden Ring now. And I feel like it's, like, past. I'm like, yeah, I think you're right. I can see it getting, like, for PS7 launch, you know, Bloodborne remake by Bluepoint or something like that. <laughs> like, I can see that happening in the future for sure. Um and I would love to see this, you know, director's cut version or whatever, the 100s edition happen. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to get my hopes up until I see it. Can I include something that I forgot to include in the uh, fetch quest? Only if you type it in the note. Nope, I'm saying it. Um, you're going to hear it right now anyway. So, okay. There's, um, we talked about the OLED switch last week. Yeah. Swoled. And I heard, the Swoled, and I heard two... Well, I'll talk about one theory about like why it is the way it is that I'm like, that sounds right to me. The theory goes that Bloomberg got everything 100% correct, except 4K. It's like the one thing that they didn't get correct, but everything else was like spot on. There's a theory that they were going to release it as a 4K model, but then NVIDIA was being was had trepidation because of the supply constraints on chip components right now. They're like making a whole new chip at the moment might not be the best idea because of yields and getting used to manufacturing process in this like time period with everything going on with the chip shortage might not be the best idea. And they were pulling out, but Nintendo had contractual obligations with Samsung to release an old to buy up OLED screens. So they didn't really have this choice. They had to release something because they weren't going to lose all this money in the Samsung deal. So they basically had to release a switch that was OLED only. Um, and without the 4K, I've heard that theory. I'm like, that's interesting. I'll say the second one too, actually. Someone noted, I think it was Digital Foundry, noted that the new dock has better air ventilation, but the um, the newer chipset are the um, Tegra um, uh, 1X Plus chips don't run hot on the Switch at all. Like, there's never been, like, it runs really cool even in the dock. So, like, there's not really a need for them to put in those. Oh, but those Ethernet cables get real the, hot. <laughs> those Ethernet cables get really hot. So maybe it's that they they they're going to use this dock for the next switch as well, which will be the quote unquote Pro one, um, and and that's why they've this is like a stepping stone to that. And here's another way this makes sense too: OLED screens don't have as good yields um, when you're manufacturing them as an LCD or an LED panel does. However, if you get used to the manufacturing process over the course of a year with the OLED switch, then that's not going to be as prohibitive when they release a higher powered switch, maybe next year or the year after that. Um, like, oh, there's some interesting theories as to kind of why this is playing out the way it's it's playing out. Yeah, I had heard that first one and I was like, yeah, that that does make a lot of sense. And they're just like, yeah, we have a, we have all these screens that we agreed to buy and if the chips aren't there. We got to fucking release something. Um, yep. but I hadn't considered this. I did notice the extra ventilation on the other dock when they like showed it open and stuff like that. I was like, Oh, there's some extra slits in there. I hadn't thought twice about it, but it's an interesting little digital thing. foundry thought twice. Cause that's what they do. It's time for game on game show. The game on the game show. We play a game called game on the game show, game show, game, 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 game. You guys, we have a game we have not played since March 2nd of 2021. It's been over Whoa. four months since we've seen Quiz Me, Captain. It's me, Margaret. 
We have a special two-player version of this one. Uh, as you know, in Quiz Me Cat Meets Me Margaret, there are four rounds, each one of varying length, with different types of questions. Uh, we're going to bounce back and forth. So we'll do first round of Holden, followed by first round of Dallas. And then second round of Holden, second round of Dallas, and so on and so forth. If you get through all four rounds successfully, you get a super secret prize. However, if you fail a round... You still have to get through the rest of the rounds, but you just don't get the super secret prize. <laughs> Are Dallas, you ready? So you know, before we move on, mm -hmm. Dallas, you're about to feel my pain of playing this game. <laughs> I, pl I play it every every time you play it. I play it along with you. Oh, so you, so you know, you know, we're in this together this time. It's going to be okay. Are you ready for Quiz <laughs> Me, Cat? Game show it's ever. me, Margaret. Ready. Holden, you're up first. First round is 30 seconds. Usually one prompt. You have 30 seconds to complete it. Are you ready for round one? Quiz me, Captain. It's me, Margaret. As ready as I will ever be. <clears throat> 30 seconds on the clock starts now. Name seven power-ups from the Mario franchise. Mushroom. One. Fire flower. Two. Penguin. Three. Ten seconds. Um, cloud. B. Four. Five. And Tanuki. Six. One more. Oh, that's six. And then um, the fuck the um, the penguin suit. You already said it. I already said that one. Yep. Ice Five flower. seconds left. All right. Seven. Way to go. Whoo! Almost didn't make that one. That was tough. That was tough. Congratulations. You passed round one. Thirty seconds. Way to go. Yay! I would have failed that one. Dallas, are you ready? Yes. For your turn. Um. At round one of Quiz Me, Captain. It's me, Margaret. Ready. You have 30 seconds on the clock starting now. Name 12 people you know who have belly buttons. Uh, me? Yep. One. You? Two. Holden? Three. Doesn't uh, count. My wife? Four. Uh, my child, Arabella. My child, Lincoln? Five. Six. Um, 15 Matt, seconds left. Brent? Seven. Eight. Uh, my mother, my father? Nine. Ten. Uh, my uncle, Doug, Eleven. and my auntie, Lisa? Twelve. Oh, whew. Almost didn't make it. That was close. <laughs> Very close, Dallas, but you successfully passed round one. Moving on to round two. Gets a little bit tougher, but you have a little bit more time. 60 seconds. There are multiple prompts in this one. You have to get through all prompts before you reach the end of the 60-second timer. Holden, are you ready for round two of Quiz Me, Captain? It's me, Margaret. This is the toughest one. I'm never ready for it. <laughs> I've never made it We're past We're not starting until you tell me you're ready. We'll wait. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Round two. Quiz Me Captain, it's me, Margaret. 60 seconds starts now. Name four Rockstar games that don't have a number in the title. Grand Theft Auto. One. Grand Theft Auto Chinatown Wars. Grand two. Theft Auto Liberty City Stories. Three. And Grand Theft Auto Vice City Stories. Four. Name five Boom. cities in which people play video games. <laughs> Providence, Boston, One, New York two, City, Chicago, three, Los four, Angeles. Five. You have 20 seconds on the clock already. What is a what is Pokemon a portmanteau of? Pocket Monsters? Is that Congratulations. You have passed with 28 seconds on the clock. You have passed round two of Quiz Me Captain. It's me, Margaret. That's the first time Ooh. I think I've ever passed round two. You got, you got, no, you passed, you've gotten the whole game once. Because I put once? the Squirtle oh, okay. Amiibo in my mouth <laughs> as your super secret prize. <laughs> All right, Dallas. Yes. Round two. Quiz me, Captain. Okay. It's me, Margaret. You have 60 seconds for this one. Are you ready? 
Ready. 60 seconds starts now. Count backwards from six. Five, six, five, four, three, two, one. Correct. What are your dog's names? Bowser and Ganon. How are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Dallas, that was it. 13 seconds, and you passed round two. Hard. Very, very impressive. That's like almost it's hard, man. Holden took double the amount of time in order to do his round two. Third round. I see of why you can't time. normally do this, Holden. Uh, right? Right? <laughs> round three is a little bit different. Shorter time, 20 seconds, and it's usually about convincing me of something. If you are successful and you're convincing, then you win. If you are not, then you do not win. Hold on, are you ready for round three of Quiz Me, Captain? It's me, Margaret. I feel like I'm going to have to convince you you like Red Dead or something like that. <laughs> you have 20 seconds. Starting. Now, convince me that Abandoned is created by Kojima. There's too many coincidences right now. And they have Konami, Sony... And uh, Kojima have not denied it. And it feels like they would have denied it and just said, hey, this is a small indie person. But they haven't done that yet. And that's, I think, says a lot considering how big this story has gotten. Time's up. I'm Konami would want to I was protect just, their IP. I was derailed by the fact that you made a comment about the indie person size. And you about the what? You, you said small indie person. And you have never met this man in real life. You don't know how tall he is. That was offensive. You failed. <laughs> But you do still have to complete round four. Dallas, are you yes. ready for third round? This is your chance to steal the win from Holden. Are you ready for the third round of Quiz Me Cat? It's me, Margaret. Absolutely. You have 20 seconds on the clock starting now. Convince me that Destiny's great. Um, <laughs> we get to play together. Done. Perfect. Nailed it. God, that was that the was fastest that's ever been completed. Ball. This is wonderful. Softball. Dallas is so much better. There's one I had to convince him of a crazy conspiracy theory, and he you had to make him like a game he already loves. I don't know what you're trying. Are you trying? Are you you spouting conspiracy theories that that Dallas is saying this fixed? Yeah, it's fixed. Absolutely, there is a there is a bias here. Careful, (laughs) careful. All right, Holden. We have final round, round four. You have 30 seconds. You need four correct answers. As you know, this round usually has pairs of things. One of the pair is correct. The other one is incorrect. For whatever reason, usually subjective, um, you have to guess the correct one. Are you ready for the final round of Quiz Me, Captain? It's Me, Margaret. 30 seconds on the clock starting now. Samus, sorry, Samus or Seamus? Let me reset your time. Samus or Seamus? Samus. <laughs> One, yes. Uh, Seamus, is, it's not how you pronounce what it looks like. Red Dead or colonoscopy? Okay. Colonoscopy. Incorrect. Red Dead was a lot more fun than that. Did you know that Taco Bell is introducing a pea protein-based <laughs> fried shell as a meatless alternative to the naked chicken chalupa? Yes or no? No, I didn't know that. Correct. You did not know that before today. Uh, Mario is missing <laughs> or a carton of cigarettes? <laughs> I'm sorry, time is up. You have lost. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Fucking anyone named Seamus. You need to look at your choices of how you choose to spell your name. Because it's spelled (laughs) Seamus. You pronounce that Seamus. 
Dallas. Seamus. Hopefully you'll yes. fare better than Holden. Hopefully. <laughs> Final round. Again, two options. One of them's correct. One of them's incorrect. <clears throat> Are you ready for final round of Quiz Me Captain? It's me, Margaret. Ready, Margaret. All right, you have 30 seconds. You need four correct answers starting now. Good or bad? Good. Correct. Hate or love? Love. Absolutely, 100%. Do you think Spider-Man brought his lunch to school? Yes. I think so, too. He wasn't very wealthy. Batman or poverty? Batman. This is a lot better than poverty, right? Yeah, absolutely. You yeah, got but I think time to poverty might humble you a little bit more than Batman, but we'll go. I'd rather be Batman. There you go. That's the right answer. That's the Although right answer. his parents died. That sucks. I feel like this is the first time we've had a perfect score. Like, nice. literally, not only did you get to the very end, but you had a per you had a little stumble when I said count backwards from six and you said five. But... <laughs> <laughs> you, you nailed every single and then you got to the final round the first, it, never seen that before I have never seen that before it's very wonderful congratulations your super secret prize is that you get to watch me pretend that this USB-C cable is spaghetti and then you get to see me eat it like a magic trick uh, uh, I ate the spaghetti that's it, everyone, for Game on Game Show. And that, Holden, did you close? Did you? You had to. Did you close your eyes? What? You were. You did not get the privilege of seeing the super secret prize because you lost that game miserably. Did you not cover your eyes? I didn't. I didn't. I guess Punish you're gonna him. have to. Yeah. Dallas, him. I'll send what you. What are you gonna I'll do? I have no idea. Of my chocolate starfish as as consolation. Oh yes. Uh, that's it for Game on Game Show. That is it for episode 217 of. Respawn, Aim, Fire, the Kick-Ass Irreverent Gaming Podcast brought to you by Affable Idiots. Thank you, Dallas, for joining us for this delightful little episode. And officially, it did come Thanks in having me. at about 30 minutes shorter than our barf episode. So uh, that's the first time I think that's ever happened. Yeah. We had a, a good little barf <laughs> discussion. Everyone go listen to that at uh, YouTube or podcast services or wherever the fuck you find us. And um, play the next barf game. So just like this month, you don't necessarily have to be... Um, a patron in order to play the game along with us you can go and play what is the name of the game we're playing katana zero go play katana zero um and then join us at the end of the month for that discussion if you would love to become a patron that is welcome at patreon.com slash respawn name fire you can go there pay a buck get some dope wallpapers vote on what we're going to be playing in august as that poll will come out in the next week or so uh, and then you also get to play with us on game nights once a week so do it and if you'd like to be on the show, just like Dallas was, you can go to affableidiots.com, sign up to be on the show with the Year of the Guest link. That's all we've got. Dallas, tell everyone your address. Yes. Don't do Six. it. Don't do 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 it. Um, send me cool stuff. Yeah, send Dallas cool stuff. You Tell you what, you send the stuff to me, and then I'll send it to Dallas. My address is... No, remember last week when I told someone a phone number and then mentioned the social security numbers? Let's do that again this week. Here's my address. Um, 644 San Tomas Expressway, San Jose, 95117. I don't know who that is, but send them some stuff and make sure that it's legal things. Nothing that will get them in trouble. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Oh, Until they, next time. They won't get in trouble. You'll get in trouble for sending it, though. They won't get in trouble. You don't know that.
don't put a return address on it, or do what yeah. I do and just say it's like from Spider Man or Phil Spencer from Xbox. And then Phil Spencer. They'll get Phil <laughs> oh Spencer no, they'll they can track it back. But you can just deny a package. Like I don't know where this came from because you can send anyone a package. Here's, a, here's what you no do. Liability here's what, you send them package. something that can fit in an envelope, and then you just put stamps all over the envelope and drop it in a mailbox. They don't have fingerprinting technology. They're poor. The USPS is dying. <laughs> there you go. Total anonymity. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Until next time, here's our usual sign-off. Listen to this bottle. <laughs>